This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! All right, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this time that we get to hang out and have a talk just between me and Melanie. I pray that this is helpful for our marriage and also helpful for other marriages listening. Uh, Thank you for bringing us um, through so many things, God, and blessing us the way that you have. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so I wanted to start it out with prayer because, uh, as I've said a little bit, November and December, actually, I was telling the pastor today, because guess what, people, we go back to church, telling the pastor today that November and December of 2022, like, uh, really rocked me and brought me back to God. And it was awesome. And I was on my run this morning. I was like, November and December of 2022 will make my 2023. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It, it is, <clears throat> it's, it's going to steer it a completely different way. So that's why I wanted to start out with prayer. And again, I don't know how long this will last, but I always feel like, I mean, not the like change, not, yeah, not doubting like, that. What are we saying? But the, the like feeling of, okay, let me give a caveat to listeners or, you know, people that know our story or, or whatnot. Like, oh, if you don't think the Bible or this or this, that's fine. I, I, I'm becoming less concerned with that and saying like I did in another episode, hey, this is my path and this is what is helpful. Just if like I say, hey guys, drink a gallon of water, it's helpful. I'm going to talk about it, right? So right now, if you're not, you know, seeing what I'm holding up, it's the Bible and I am seeing the Bible with completely different eyes. I haven't read this book in like five or six years, literally. It was, I don't even know where it was. It went away and I brought it back out in November, December, and I'm seeing it with really, really different eyes. And that's going to have implications for me, our marriage, our family, our show, our work, our finances, everything. And I'm proud to say that. So I wanted to start off with that. But this show is going to be fun. So let's dive right in. What are we diving into? You've designed a show that I'm very unaware of what's happening right it's now. Kind of, it's kind of like when you say, okay, Seth doesn't know what we're talking about. So we're just going to go straight for it. And that's uh, kind of what I did, I guess. You didn't? Okay. What is it that you'd like to do? I still am un- unclear. Okay. So now let's dive into what you got there. What what is that? What are we doing? And how is it going to change the face of a lot of couples' relationships? So if you're anyone who knows anything, <laughs> what you know is I've been working on something for a while and it finally came just yesterday or the day before. I can't quite remember because it's New Year's and who even knows what's happening. But it is the Power Couple Planner and I'm really, really excited about it. So I'm opening it for you here if you're watching on YouTube. You can see it here. This thing looks great. This thing is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Just take a peek at it. I will obviously Should I go zoom share. the camera in? Nah, that'll be, that'll mess everything Repost. up. Okay. Um, this is the Power Couple Planner. 
And I want to tell you all about why I created it, um, like the design elements of it, how it functions, what, what we're doing with it and why I'm so excited that it came right at New Year's. Like it was delayed. It took us forever to get it done. And it, it came, came like two days ago, like yeah. literally on December 30th, right? Yeah, which is super cool because it said it wasn't going to come until the second. And I was like, no. Not today, devil. I know, but it came. It came early. So mm-hmm. the Power Couple Planner, again, you got to watch this. You gotta, I'll share it on Instagram if you're not watching or whatever. But the design is so cool. It was done by Public Art Company and it has been a long time in the making. And the concept of why I wanted to design it, so I want to share this, the sort of the heart of the thing is because we kept seeing, I kept seeing a pattern with our clients over and over and over again that I knew a system could solve. And the pattern was that people didn't know how to um, really create schedules around making their marriage better. And they didn't, there was like almost like no framework, no idea of like, mm-hmm. well, what would, what would make sense? What wouldn't make sense? What's helpful? What's not helpful? How many days do we go on a date? Do we do a date? What kind of date do you do? Like there's just all these dumb questions, not dumb. I mean, they're hard to answer if you Mm -hmm. have no like framework to answer them. And one thing I'm going to interject here. One thing is because to have a strong, healthy, thriving relationship, it takes work. And we have three kids. We have a couple of businesses. I do consulting stuff on the side. So obviously we have a lot of things pulling us all different directions, right? A couple of business, right? (laughs) And if we don't make it a priority, to, okay, let's you and I sit down. Let's hang out. Let's have an, a real conversation. Let's have sex. Let's go on a date. Let's uh, watch a TV show together. Let's read together. If you don't put those things on the calendar, get them in sync with one another, then guess what? They don't happen. Mm-hmm. And not only did we see this with couples, but with ourselves too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Are you kidding? So it's not just like, oh, we've seen this. Because... No, it's it's with us too. So this is perfect for a busy family with kids, with jobs, with stuff, and people who desire to either connect mm-hmm. stronger with their partner or need desperately to reconnect with their partner. Mm-hmm. A lot of clients, us included, so many times are like, well, I, yeah, I, I want to. Like, hey, hey, Melanie, do you like me? Yeah, I like you and love you. Want to spend time together? Hey, guess what? I do too. But we just don't know how sometimes mm-hmm. because we've been yeah. so like apart from it. But this gives... I don't know. I've never seen anything more practical than mm-hmm. this. Right. Honestly. Yeah. And that was my whole goal was to make it so that um, not only because a lot of times people are guessing at what would be helpful. Couples mm-hmm. are guessing. And what's really challenging about that is because there isn't. So, you know, you can read a book about marriage. You can read a hundred books about marriage, but that's where it stops. You read it. And then what? Like mm-hmm. there's almost never a follow up thing, tool, plan, anything. Right. And so the author of said book, and it could be an amazing book, the author of the book is hoping that you have the wherewithal, number one, to know what to do with the information that they've shared with you. Two, to know how to communicate that to your spouse. Three, to know how to put all of that into your schedule. Four, to know how to implement all of those things. And it's just not reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really the reason I was like, I don't want to write it. I don't want to write a marriage book. I want to make a, a planner to help people, help couples really... Um, thrive and work and optimize their relationship. And so how it works is, again, this really did come from an actual specific couple that we were working with that I was like, y'all just need to freaking get on the same page about doing like loving things together, fun things together. Yeah. Family stuff is great, but you have to put your, you have to prioritize 
at least one percent of your marriage, right? At least one percent. And so this was. Let, this- let me let me say something there. Like <clears throat> what you're saying, if you guys remember, we did Fuvember 2022. We've done it before, and this time we dove into triangles, mm-hmm. triangulation, mm-hmm. and then detriangulation, right? And the natural flow of families, if we are not intentional, we allow other things to triangulate <clears throat> our time. Oh, Hattie has Taekwondo, the, the right. you know, cooking class, the boys have robot robots, uh, robotics or orchestra or skateboarding, right. all this stuff. So guess what? Hey, I can't, I'm sorry. Um, uh, hey, Seth, we never sit down together anymore. Right. Like, can you have a conversation with me? Uh, yeah, I would like to, but I have to go take, right. you know, drive down to Tacoma. Yeah, we or, should do that. We should have we a should. conversation. Oh, that'd be great, right? And then it gets put off and put off and put off. So this tool, and I just mm-hmm. thought of this actually. This is a detriangulation tool. Bum, bum, da, da. <laughs> we never thought about it that way, huh? Um, I, well, that's how I wrote it. Well, primarily as a detriangulation tool. Um, sorry, that sounds so like not sexy. Like it was just therapist. funny. Uh, but <laughs> I think too, um, what Seth is saying is so important as well is that when we and and Jordan Peterson talks about this, which I love. I love. I watched his marriage series, and he mm-hmm. talks about um, that couples should have at at a minimum. I think he says 90 minutes a week, mm-hmm. simply just talking about the the running, like the mechanics of their lives. And so what's amazing about this is that if you haven't done that 90 minutes a week, just connecting and talking about like everything from what sports your kids are doing, or how do you feel about uh, this book you're reading mm-hmm. or, or current should, events? Yeah. Hey, you have an anxiety from COVID or all of inflation? the giant spottings in Mexican caves. Like what are, are you sleeping poorly because you are thinking about the space invasion? Aliens. No, we're not thinking about cryptids right now. Hashtag blurry creatures is making me not sleep well. <laughs> um, but is it really? Yeah, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but all of that, <laughs> like when you haven't done those touch points throughout mm-hmm. the week for one year, 10 years, 18 years, you have so much backlog to go through just to get to balance point. It's like a, um, it's like a sea anchor on a ship. It's like your sails of your mast is broken off and your sails are just like, I think of the Kraken now, like you're just stuck in this spot because you haven't addressed these little tiny things over any amount of time. And so you just, it's like so overwhelming. It's like credit card debt. And this is a debt consolidation tool. (laughs) Okay. You You just make it sound no, so boring. It's, Mine had the cracking in it at least. Well. <laughs> but anyway, it, it really is like a way to help couples avoid that, mm-hmm. to help bring um, systems to change that if that's a trajectory you've been on. And if you have, if you're, you know, only been married a few years, this is like, oh, it's like a godsend. This thing could be transformative, will mm-hmm. be transformative. There's no, the only reason it wouldn't work is if you didn't do it. Right. Um, so let me break down how it works, what's inside of it. Um, and what's so impactful with it. Um, first, I will say, oh, it's just so beautifully designed. Look at this. Also, this is our new branding. Look at our new logo. Oh, It's snap. so cool. Our new logo looks like a band t-shirt. And that's Paul, like, you got to get a new tattoo, bro. I know, right? Uh, so in the very first pages, you will see a table of contents. And then it has page numbers for additional resources. Because in the back of this book, there are so many resources. And I'm going to share those in just a minute. Um, it gives you a welcome page. And then what I love is the very first two pages are love letter and favorite things, and then married, marriage mission and vision. So you can see that here. And basically, uh, the first says, the first box says my love letter to you about this planner. 
And each of you fill this out. Now, why on earth would I have a love letter about a planner be in here? That sounds so weird. Do tell. Um, actually, why do you think I have it in there? Why? Yeah. Uh, hmm. This is just too much. It's not too much. I'm seriously thinking about the answer so I don't just say something goofy. You have that in there because, and this is particular to you, and it will be helpful to couples if you don't think about it this way. You show me love through acts of service, through very critically thinking about things, and doing things in this book that are important to me because you love me. Does that make sense? No, but that's okay. Um, my love letter to you about this planner, that section is specifically designed for couples to say like doing this work. So sitting down with, with you every week mm -hmm. to set goals in our marriage and to like actually prioritize our marriage is a love letter. The right. act of doing this whole planner is not because I'm acts of service. That's, right. It's not just me. That's how it felt like what you were saying. Oh, no, no. It is, it is a an act of love and a sign of devotion and commitment and willingness to not only work on our marriage, heal our marriage, mm -hmm. but to make our marriage ass kicking. Right. And, and so in this love letter section, you can say, you know, the whole, I, this is my love letter to you. I'm so thankful that we're doing this together and I'm encouraged and excited about what it's going to do for our marriage. Like, this is where the rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm. You, everyone can talk a big game and say they want a great marriage, but if you can't sit down and write this love letter and you can't sit down and write a marriage vision and a marriage mission, like then you don't know what you're doing. And I'm not saying that in a mean way, mm -hmm. uh, but this is the hardest part. Like this stuff is the hardest part. And so that, that is the hardest part. And with clients, with high performance marriage coaching, we really work on establishing what the shared vision is for the marriage. When you think about our marriage, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, are we on the same page? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. I want to live in Florida 20 years from now. What are you talking about? You've never shared that. I want to move to uh, Juneau, Alaska. Obviously, that's different. We're not on the same page, right? I want to live in my new favorite place name, Orlando. <laughs> what? <laughs> I never heard of it. Is that it. what Paul called it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of that. I was like, oh. Well, there you, there you have it. But establishing that shared vision of marriage. We're on the same page with this, with parenting, with finances, with intimacy, with mm -hmm. running the household, with making money. That is your shared vision. And if you can't identify a shared vision, then it's like being on the same team, working for the same company, working on different projects, but trying to get to the same goal. Right. It's like that's, or that I, doesn't work. I love the analogy of it's like being on the same football team, but reading off of different playbooks. Like you're reading different plays. Mm. Like this one is for when you're on the... Offense. Yeah, no, like the 30 yard line. Oh, I like see. Like this one is the, the play that you do when you're way, way, way back here, but the other, your spouse is working on a play that you do when the ball is right there and something is happening with yeah. it. That's pretty good. The answers, but, uh, but so the very first pages is your love letter about the planner to each other. Uh, and then you have a favorite things about you list. You just write to fa my favorite things about you. Mm -hmm. Like, and again, this whole, you, this is a yearly planner, right? So it's a whole year in your hands here. Um, but it, it really does matter to hear what people think about you, what they love about you, why they want to work with you. These things matter and there's really no place to do them. Um, generally speaking in the world. And so I wanted to have them in here on purpose. Same thing with the vision and the mission. Like what's your mission as a couple? My mission is to raise great children and to have a healthy family. It's my mission to, 
you know, use our marriage mm-hmm. to be a happier person, to be a more loving person or whatever. My vision is to be really successful as a couple, to travel the world together, whatever that mm-hmm. looks like, right? Then the next page, you've got your favorite things discovery sheet. There's just random things like what's your favorite color? What's your favorite season? What's your favorite car? What's your favorite book? Like just put them all in there. Mm-hmm. You have them each for each other. And then this is a really impactful one. Things that make me feel amazing. So mm. each of you have a little list of things that make you feel amazing. It could be anything from, you know, sitting by a warm fire in the wintertime in a ski chalet, whatever. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Things that make me feel amazing. A bath and bubble bath and champagne. I have no idea. Are you saying mine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it really is just like a space. So now you can go, wait, what, what would really make my spouse feel good right now? I can't remember the things that they like. Oh, wait. Yes, I can. I don't have to remember it because it's in the power couple planner. Right. Oh, ding, ding, ding. You win. There's also a how to use it page. So it shows you everything. And then this is where the real fun begins. This is the main planner page. And you're looking at one week at a time, right? So you're looking at this is the first week of the year that you are looking at here. Um, And it's you number your weeks and you list the month and then there's spaces for the dates. And you will see it's divided into two categories each day. So the top says everyday connection and the bottom says date night and intimacy. That's on one day, right? So the whole premise behind this is to sit down once a week. So we do it on Sundays. And thankfully today is Sunday. Mm -hmm. And we're going to sit down and do this actually right after we are done with this episode. And we're going to fill this in. So what this looks like now, and do you have any questions about this? I know for a while you weren't following it. So you're looking at your week here and every single day, I want couples to fill in how they want to do everyday connection. So that might be one, that's, that's one thing every day, a little way to connect. Now that connection could be anything from, I want to meal prep with you, or I want to sit down and chat about our kids' schedules, like, or I I think really connecting. I feel connected. I do feel connected when we schedule stuff together. Mm -hmm. I do feel connected when we do yard work together. Um, What can you think of like everyday connections? Uh, And remember, they're not the same thing as date night and intimacy. That's like a totally different vibe. Uh, Connecting, smiling together, praying together. Oh, so you just like stand in a room like this? Yeah, there's actual, there's research around that, that that increases dopamine and all kinds of stuff. but small things like that, like, hey, let's sit down before the day gets nuts and have coffee together at the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, tomorrow morning we'll wake up. I mean, you could wake up as early as you want. But you could, well, hey, let's wake up 10 minutes early, sit together at the dinner table and chat. In the morning, That's it's all. called the breakfast table. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just got the lunch table. I'm just kidding. Um, Three tables in one. So Yeah, so that's that's how that works. And this can be anything from... Hey, uh, today after dinner, let's go on a walk. Just mm-hmm. you and I. Yep. Or, hey, let's go on a walk with the kids. Yep. You know, we'll kind of lag behind while they run and mm-hmm. do stuff. Um, hey, uh, ride with me to say if we have to take Tuff down to Tacoma to skate mm-hmm. park or land or something. Um, hey, let's come on, ride with me down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is everyday connecting that you are being intentional about. And so you don't wake up a couple weeks later and just go, Man, I, why don't we ever talk? Right. What, we are. We haven't hung out for six months. I feel so distant from you. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? Right. You know. So a perfect example is if we wanted to this Friday, because this Friday is when Tuff goes to Alchemy and mm-hmm. he skates there. So on Friday we would write in Everyday Connection. Seth and I can go do go to Alchemy together. Go to Tacoma. Sorry, 
and wander around in thrift shops or go see a play at the Rialto or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like that is what we would write in on our everyday connection. Um, if that's what something that we wanted to do. Right. So every single day you want to, again, you're sitting down once a week and you're filling out all of your week ahead of time. So your everyday connection on Sunday might be going to church with the family on Monday. It could be, um, like burning the burn pile together and chatting on Tuesday. It could be cooking dinner together, Yep, cooking dinner, dinner together. And again, these are everyday connections. They're little, but they're important. Mm-hmm. Now on the bottom half of every day is date night and intimacy. So uh, I'm not assuming that people are having sex every night and going on a date every night. That's not the point. The goal, <laughs> unless you just got married and the goal is to pick at least two. So this is another thing that Jordan Peterson talks about is he said, couples need to have at least one date night, preferably two a week. And he's like, they just need to do a thing where you're sitting together and you're, Oh, and this is not the same thing as the 90 minute connection. Like it's different. Right. Like you're, you're. So the 90 minute connection is the everyday connection. Basically. Yeah. Right. So paired together. Oh, you know, what's the average 20 minutes a day. Great. We got over a hundred minutes. Right. 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 So. Or. Who. 140 minutes. Math. Right. (laughs) Who. No one could possibly calculate that. (laughs) Never. Uh, But the date night and intimacy, you can, you can, what's the word? Use something like a heart to, to, what's the word? identify days that you have sex. What's the word? There's a word for that. Denote. Denote. That's not the word, but um, you can use like a heart, drawing a heart on the days that you want to be intimate. So let me just talk about that for a minute, Mm -hmm. because what that essentially is, what it exactly is, is scheduling sex. Mm -hmm. And I just saw this thing from Ask the Martins, you know, Uh uh, Takara and Kenyon Martin. Mm -hmm. And they're awesome. If you guys don't follow them, go go, uh, shout out to them. Uh, they were talking about scheduling sex and it was just really funny because they're funny. And I, I give this analogy before, like I'd hear all these people say, you got to schedule sex. You know, I was like, ah, seems awkward. I don't know. We're going to talk about it. Hey, like sex on Friday, sex? me and you together. I don't know. And it was just whatever. And it is not that way anymore because of the power couple planner, because the power couple planner and we are traveling crap ton in January, right? Mm-hmm. Do I already have plane tickets? Do I have rental cars? Mm-hmm. Do I have hotels? Yes. Do I have plans? You're fastidious. D- <laughs> what? What'd you call me? <laughs> keep, keep on. Uh, I have plans for all that. I pre-planned these stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can fly to make from, sure. So I can fly from Seattle to Nashville and not be like, oh, oh, uh, you feel like, hey, you feel like going to Nashville today? I got you some wine and I rubbed your back and I did the dishes. Let's go to Nashville. <laughs> That's not how it really works. Funny, right? So if you make reservations for a restaurant, uh, plans or to pay rental. your phone bill. Uh, there's a reminder in the calendar or a car rental or like, hey, mm-hmm. let me make a note to myself to pick up Hattie from Taekwondo so I don't forget and leave her there. Right. What is the difference in scheduling <laughs> sex? Right. You see what I'm saying? So it it actually does something really trippy. It's awesome. It's like I've said this before. It's like men are like dogs. They will run and work and play all day if they get that just like, hey, this is exciting. The affection, the affection and-, and the attention and like, hey, I'm doing a good job kind of thing. How do you think I am going to show up? And guys, listen to this and women listen to this for your men. How do you think I'm going to show up if, say, like on Tuesday nights or something, like, oh, reviewed it? Oh, we're getting down tonight, right? Okay. Hmm. 
hey, I'm going to pay more attention to the things that she likes, Mm -hmm. like certain foreplay things or whatnot. And that can mean like dishes, like, you know, Mm -hmm. foreplay starts in the morning, foreplay starts with cleanliness kind of thing. I'm going to be much more aware of that and it's going to be on my mind. So it does so many things. And when you make a reservation to eat a big fat steak on your birthday, when you sit there, when you make the reservation a week in advance, sometimes longer for good restaurants, and you are sitting there and go, yum, 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 yum. Yes. <laughs> Does that steak taste less than because you planned it out? No. No. When things are happening on a planned out Tuesday, am I like, mm, well, this doesn't feel as good because we planned it out. It doesn't feel nearly as good as if it had just not happened at all because no one scheduled anything and no one, <laughs> right? Exactly. Mundo. Yeah. So just, I And want, I, I want, will say too, like there's a lot to be said for uh, the questioning of, do they want sex? Do they not? Do I, if I, if I go to bed, is he going to try to touch me or not? If, is she expecting me to do this or not? You are removing all of that. Now, mm-hmm. this doesn't mean that you can never have unscheduled sex. Obviously that could happen, right? but it ma- it means that you are at a minimum showing up for intimacy because intimacy is part of our biopsychosocial spiritual makeup. We can't pretend it's not a part of being a human. And so at a minimum, you are setting yourself and your partner up for success by saying, okay, we're going to schedule this, you know, once, once or twice a week. And, and we're going to show up like in a good and kind and loving way. That's another mm-hmm. thing. If you've scheduled sex and you are like mad that your partner is going out of their way to be nice to you because they know sex is on the calendar, check yourself. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's so, not okay. I, I, I just had this. It'd be other... like being mad that you're, oh, you're only treating me nice because it's my birthday. You only got me cake because it's my birthday. Like, I'm like, well, that's the expectation, yeah. people. So knock it off. Um, this isn't for wusses. There you go. You know, like the more that we talk about it. So that's why it's called the power couple. Are you just a dumbass couple? Don't swear. Okay, we'll take it out. Are no, you won't. just a wiener couple? Oh. Are you just like a. Uh, kind of want to have a good marriage, but when the, when the rubber hits the road, I'm like, oh, I don't want to. Then maybe this isn't for you. Right. Hmm, I don't know. You can get the, the puny couple planner. <laughs> yeah. I should make Still that. the same, <laughs> the puny couple planner, the, the wuss couple planner. No. Um, so like th- this is what I'm saying. What kind of mindset do you have about marriage? Because your mindset will either make you get this book or not. Ooh, right. that sounds good. Ooh, right. that's way too hard. Nope, not going to do it. So 2023, who do you want to be in 2023? What kind of marriage do you want in 2023? How do you want to show up as a husband? How do you want to show up as a wife? Do you want to show up as like, well, hmm, I don't know. Or hmm. you commit to this and go, I am showing up for you and I'm showing up for myself in this. Because when you do that, literally, who do you think benefits? You benefit, you benefit, I'm pointing to myself and then Melanie, Mm -hmm. and then your family benefits. And your community benefits. Your community, your business. So this is just much Mm -hmm. bigger than like, okay, sure, the uh, sex on Tuesday nights uh, sounds great because we wrote it on there. She can't get out of that. Yep, great. Right. No, it is is way, way bigger than that. Mm -hmm. It is designed, Melanie designed it for, to create intention, intimacy, connection on all levels. Mm -hmm. And the other cool thing too, is that this is not meant now hear what I am saying. Okay. Part of the reason it's designed aesthetically the way that it's designed is because I don't want this to feel like it's for women only. It makes me so angry that so much relationship stuff is geared just towards women. Uh, Men are responsible for how their relationships go as well. 
And so part of the layout of this planner is that lady, you fill in half of it and husband, you fill in half of it. Mm -hmm. So that on, so I'm not guessing at what you find connecting because that's another thing that's so stupid that couples do ourselves included before this was created. Couples would be like, I mean, I'm going to use a, a, like a real example from a couple is that they were like, well, why can't it count as connection when we go to our kid's soccer game or when we take our kid to orchestra rehearsal and talk for seven and a half minutes in the car ride? Doesn't that count? And it might count for the wife. That might feel really filling for her, Mm -hmm. but the husband's like, no, that doesn't count at all. Like maybe you can have that be your Mm -hmm. Sunday connection, like whatever. But on Monday, I, the husband, want to sit around the bonfire and like drink coffee with you and talk. Like I, I actually want to talk about something or maybe I want to throw axes at the local ax throwing place or whatever. But what ends up happening sometimes very, very frequently is that the wife will commandeer what quote counts as relating. And it never even factors in what the husband cares about at all. And how unfair is that? And how unloving is that? And how Mm -hmm. one like lopsided and one sided is that? And then what ends up happening is that the husband goes, well, you don't care about anything that I care about. And the last three years of our marriage is evidence of that. And the right. wife is crushed, number one, because she's been, she thinks about you. Well, even I've said things like that before where things that you thought were connected. I'm like, uh, sure, that's great. Like, right. you know, You're talking or- not or, nice to me a lot, but that's okay. We're getting there. 2023 is going to be a great year for me. I need to be mad. Nice try. For real though, that is mm-hmm. half of it too, is that this is a, this is, is your marriage not a union? A union is a collaboration of two people. You are both writing down the type of connection that you want, not just the woman, right? And it makes me so irritated when that happens. Anyway, what were we saying other than, I feel like we were so, saying another uh, okay, thing. Okay, here's another thing, like going back to the date night and intimacy. So on ours, which we have been working on or doing a, kind of a, the earlier version of this and the ones that we've done, typically we have one date night, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we do random stuff like, Hey, look, kids are in school. Let's go get coffee together. Right. Okay, we always fun, have right? one date night. I mean, it's not always, tip, right. that we always have one like date night in a week. date night. Okay. It's not, let's go to Burger King. If that's what you want to do. A date night fine. is not grocery shopping together and getting exactly. like a box of cookies so on your it way is, home. It is set apart. Like, Hey, let's go to a restaurant. Sumo sushi in Maple Valley. Something like that. Right. Always. And, um, talk, have fun. Not just talk about kids or mm-hmm. work or argue mm-hmm. or anything, but like a set apart time. Have a like, playful. Like we're just coming out of the holidays and stuff, you know? And like, what's so special usually about, Thanksgiving and Christmas or whatever holidays, it's like, oh, this is a different time. Mm-hmm. Like when you sit in your living room, it feels different than, you know, just March 20th. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or whatnot. Or like yeah. a time in the summer is like, oh, this is chill. It's reflective, whatever. Mm-hmm. So a date night must be something different, something set apart. It doesn't have to be an extravagant. Or mm-hmm. I just saw one of my friends on Facebook, they like went all out like it? tuxes and everything on um new year's uh, on new year's i'm like whoa now that is set apart obviously new year's eve that's that is already set apart but it has to be special and mm-hmm. it is not up to one person right it's like hey i got date night this friday planning it out you mm-hmm. know and vice versa mm-hmm. or it's like hey things have been really busy i know we have date night what would you like to do right let's just go up the road to sumo mm-hmm. or something like that and hang out right mm-hmm. so that's the date night part 
you must at least have one and it mm-hmm. must be set apart. Now, I am not going to speak on like how much sex people should be having, right? Mm-hmm. Because I remember like pastors and stuff saying that mm-hmm. and feeling like crap. It was like, they're, they're going like four times a week. See, look at them. And then there's like weird comparison stuff. Mm-hmm. So date night and intimacy must never be weaponized in yeah. any, any way. So yeah. a conversation around that is, hey, uh, intimacy, and this could be the guy or gal talking, intimacy is important to me. Mm-hmm. I would like it and prefer one to two times a week. Mm-hmm. At least one, I would love to shoot for two. Mm-hmm. Two nights a week. And when we say intimacy, basically we're me- meaning like, Sex and orgasm, mm-hmm. right? Whatever that looks like for you guys. So I, I feel like I have to be really clear because oh, people yeah. got like, oh, you know, kind of bend it and go, well, well no. I don't know. Like I, I kind of, I was going to get, well, not nasty. No, listen, we've had people do this. We've had clients right. say, well, what? Intimacy just means like, what? We snuggled. Yeah, you snuggled and your husband had a boner the whole time and thought you were going to have sex. Like, that's not kind. Like, I'm sorry. Now has blue balls. Yes, now he's mad at you. And I'm not trying to... And and the same thing goes from... uh, It's not just men wanting sex more. There are Mm -hmm. many, many, many women who want sex more than their husbands do. And and we have seen couples weaponize Mm -hmm. when we have recommended scheduling sex. We've seen it become weaponized. Mm -hmm. And this, this, like, pretend ignorance of... Intimacy doesn't mean intercourse and orgasm. Shut up. It does. Right. That is okay. what we are talking right. about. And okay? here, here is the other thing. So guys, I'm really speaking to the men. Guys, no matter what kind of background you came from, if you think intimacy is just you, you know, having sex with your wife and then you having an orgasm and she's just like, okay, done. Sorry then that's not right. That is, that is not right. It's just you, you get to have an orgasm, you go, you just use her to, you know, use her body to get you off. That's not cool, first of all. And so you can get specific mm-hmm. in like, uh, and I'm talking really specific here. Uh, you can say something like, and this is the wife talking, mm-hmm. hey, okay, yeah, I want to have sex and I want to have an orgasm. So don't you dare go mm-hmm. unless I go too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, okay, hold off, stop, whatever, take a break. Right. You Which know? requires, that requires a lot of communication, a lot of trust. Yeah. But, so. but we want to really reiterate that this is not, and again, Seth is really on the point on the ball there saying like, we have to be freaking like crystal clear and have every asterisk and like every caveat because mm-hmm. people manipulate what we're, what this whole thing is about. And if you are weaponizing this, if you're going, well, see, this says intimacy. It doesn't say penetration. Then you're wrong. And your spouse can play this episode to you at minute 3427. Because um, that is not what we are saying. And I will say too, if you have agreed to put sex in this planner, but you continual, continually say, well, I don't feel like it tonight. Or, well, I thought I would, but I don't. You have work to do. Mm-hmm. Now, Again, do not abuse this. Don't mm-hmm. be a jerk about it. Right. There's no, hold on. I, I don't want couples to, to weaponize any portion it's on the of planner, this. Get naked. If any, if there's ever um, conflict about what is on the planner, it's not an invitation to an argument. It's an invitation for growth and a loving conversation. Um, also, if you feel like you're going to fight, Lucky for you, Hold there's on, clearing before, structure in the back. Uh, we need to move on. You're talking okay, so, 1,000 years but about before, one topic. Before, oh, 
hey, uh, we have sex scheduled tonight. I mean, that sounds lame. Just saying that, like, say, say it, you know, in a sexier way. And um, we have sex scheduled tonight. <laughs> Is that a sexy way? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's pretty good. Keep on. <laughs> Do we? You said on the show, what's wrong with you? I'm no, just kidding. And something comes up. Obviously, if somebody's sick, like, I don't know, I've been barfing all day. Can we not have sex right. tonight? Okay, yeah, be a normal human. Or I am feeling completely overwhelmed, whatever, whatever. Can we not now? If that happens five must, weeks in a row, yeah. then 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 that's messed up. So you must track it. If you if you cancel sex, you have to write in there that you canceled it. And what what gets measured gets managed. Right. And here's the thing: is that you always feel justified when you say no. If you don't want sex, you well, I'm justified. I have a reason. No, not mm-hmm. five weeks in a row, not five months in a row, not five years in a row. Right. Now you just have a, an actual problem mm-hmm. that you need to fix. Um, so I, I want to get off of that topic for now. Is that fine? Perfect. Um, so also on this weekly layout, you've got two additional parts in here or three. Number one, you have the affirmation. Um, and so this is a marriage affirmation and you'll see a little asterisk here. It says, look in the back for inspiration. And in the back of the planner, I have written uh, marriage affirmations and inspiration um, so that you can look. So it says our relationship is based on mutual trust, care, and understanding. I prioritize the health and well-being and of intimacy in my marriage. Like there's affirmations that I want you to be putting in this section once a week to help you remind yourself and your spouse, why are we doing this? Mm. Like I like, for example, That's I could, good. I could write in here for my weekly affirmation or, or you could whatever, like we work on our marriage every day because if we work on our marriage, we can have a healthy life or whatever, or, or, Healing our marriage helps our children have better marriages. Mm-hmm. Anything that you want that feels like this positive, driving, good and loving thing, put in that spot. And that's what the affirmation spot is for. And at the bottom, after you've completed mm-hmm. all the week, so at, on, you know, if we do ours on Sunday, we would do this on Saturday night. We sit down or Sunday morning, we could do it for the last week. And it says, I am thankful for you this week because, and there's one for me and there's one for you. Right. And this is your gratitude. Like I'm thankful for you this week because, and it could be, um, you cleaned out the garage and sold the old gym equipment. And now we can, we can do Taekwondo in the garage or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or I'm thankful for you because you scheduled that amazing date night and it was so fun laughing and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Um, so you have gratitude once a week. And then you also have the, the days of the week at the bottom to check them off that you've done them. So did you have your everyday connection on Sunday? Okay, mark it off. Like gamify it as much as you can for yourself and for your success. There's, so then you have this same weekly layout. It goes, and then you have a bi-weekly, bi-weekly check-in. Mm-hmm. So every other week you have a check-in with each other. And this whole planner not only acts as a way to steer your relationship, make sure that you're tracking what really matters, but it also acts as a way, uh, almost like a, like a journal of what you've gone through that year. Like the things that you're thankful for, because on this biweekly check-in, we have number one is proof of success, proof of progress in the last two weeks. So I'm going to share how we've progressed as a couple. And literally it could be the proof of progress might be Seth is praying with me every morning. And that feels really amazing. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to do a proof of progress for me. Then there's uh, three areas that I could grow in over the next two weeks. So this is also like, Oh, I could be nicer or I could be more tidy. No, no, no. Proof of progress is I was nicer. No, no, no. Three areas that I could grow in over oh, the next two weeks. You are apparently sleeping. I read the wrong there. one. Um, so three areas that I could grow in, and then Seth's going to do the same thing for himself. So this it automatically brings in self-reflection. 
it gives you the ownership of going, what, where could I grow? Mm-hmm. I'm a nice lady, but maybe I could be more loving or touch Seth more, or I don't know, just like go out of my way to do little things for him just to show him that I love him. So it gives you the opportunity to think of how you could grow. Um, it also has a spot for my favorite memories from the last two weeks, which is my favorite. Like, oh, we went, you know, we walked on the ice over at the church and almost broke our necks walking over to the church because mm-hmm. it was frozen. Or we ate that amazing pizza at Cascadia. Right. Which you wouldn't have those memories if you weren't intentionally creating mm-hmm. those memories. Right. And the then connection it, time. Yeah. And then you'll have this whole thing. You'll be able to look back at 52 weeks of amazing memories and growth and things you worked on and you can go, Oh, look at the progress I've made over this whole year. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the next one is inspiring ideas for the next two weeks um, that you want to do. So it could be, Oh, a, an inspired idea is I, I really do want to take a knife forging class up in Everett, yes. or it would be really cool to try to go fly fishing in the or river. You have wanted to do glass blowing, but no one signs me up for it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, um, But also at the very bottom, there's two questions. One is, did we actually improve? Mm. And you can only circle one. Yes or no. Ooh, I Um, like that. There's no middle ground. Like, well, we had five fights, but we had five hugs. Right. And this is is really meant to bring people to task. Again, this was made for specific clients. Like, I mean, the more, obviously, I've seen you create the whole thing and like talked about it and gone through the journey of you making it. But like now that the real thing is here, I'm seriously like this isn't for just kind of casual Baby like I don't kind of want to do better. I don't know. This isn't right. like it is lovey dovey. It is. I mean, this is going to call you to task just like we call couples to task in coaching. Right. It's this like is, there's yeah. no there's nowhere to hide. I tell you, as a man, guy, if you're listening, wife, send this to your dude. Is like when I have been called out and someone that I respect and am invested in, when somebody calls me out or asks a question that I don't have an answer to, immediately every like testosterone filled bell manly thing goes off of like, he is right. I am wrong. I will. And I have to fix this right Mm -hmm. now because I can look behind me and go, who's he talking to? Oh, he's talking to you (laughs) right now. And that it's, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating, but it feels good. And if you go like, okay, um, we haven't improved in two weeks. What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all your fault. You're not going to do it. I don't care what you're doing. Right. It is not all your fault. Right. And that's, again, this whole thing, the reason that it's not digital also, I've, I've meant to say that, you need physical evidence and proof and tangible things to point to. Digital things, are we're so inundated with all that stuff. It's too Haven't easy to forget it. It's too easy to forget it. Um, and so that's one of the reasons that you can carry this into your counselor's office and go, Hey, look for the, we've been tracking our marriage and, mm-hmm. and I'm, and I've noticed that for the last seven weeks, my wife just says she doesn't want to have sex or my husband refuses to go on a date. Like this matters to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am allowed to assess my, the health and well being of my marriage based on your numbers, own marriage, right? like based on statistics, like the numbers that are showing up here. Do you feel like we improved? If you circle no every single week for 10 weeks, that gives me information, a data point to say, hey, something's up. And I I mean, I can't figure this out, right? Mm -hmm. So the other question on the bottom is, when is your next relationship check-in date? Set the date, set the time, and put that in your calendar, right? So this is not just hoping someone remembers. 
it's making someone responsible and that mm -hmm. you both have it in your calendar. So that's the basic layout of the weekly structure. Once we get to the back of the book, this is where you have all your additional resources that are really born from the millions of resources. Not millions. That was an exaggeration. How many pages of additional resources? It's like literally loads, like 30 extra pages. That's a lot. That's bonkers. Um, but the Good additional job. resources are truly to help couples navigate all the stuff that happens. So again, this came from the, the foundation of coaching. This was, I'm answering the same question over and over and over for my clients. I'm navigating the same problems over and over and over for my clients. How can I put it into a form that they can carry around and reference if I'm not available, right? So in the back of this, we have hangout hopes, which is, this is truly like if you have a hard time just hanging out with your partner, if that's where you are in your marriage, and many people are, mm -hmm. um, that could be that you've been married for 15 years and some bad thing happened and you've really been struggling, but you don't want to get a divorce. You can use the hangout hopes. It's on page 92. Um, and it says like, it, it has, it's all guided. Like I would love to, and then you list the hangout. I would love to just take yeah. a walk with you at the park. And during this time together, I want us to feel connected, at peace, like calm, loving. Um, to make the most of this time together, I will intentionally, and this is you calling yourself to task, I will mm -hmm. intentionally not you know, say something unkind. I'll try not to be sarcastic. I'll try not to be pushy. I'll intentionally or, not check my phone. Mm -hmm. For one, right. I'll, I'll intentionally be present. Yeah. Right. And then during this time, I will, during this time together, I will not, um, check my phone, check your phone or like walk ahead of you or any, any number of things. Maybe I will not bring up the past. Mm. I will not start a fight. Um, and then, and then it says here are thing, three things I appreciate about you. Right. So that's a hangout hopes. Then we have conversation hopes, same exact thing. Like some couples want to talk about parenting and they just don't know how. So this conversation hopes you can literally fill it out in the book and put it in front of your partner and say, Hey, I really want to talk to you about parenting. Or maybe I really want to talk about you talked with you about our mental health mm -hmm. or my mental health or, um, our diets. And this is what I want to hope. I want it to mm -hmm. feel this way at the end and blah, blah, blah. Same, same thing. Were you going to say something? It's not like, Oh, I hope you, uh, aren't an idiot. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not. It's not that way. Right. And then we have several copies of the clearing structure. If you're not familiar with the clearing structure, it's a therapeutic tool that we sort of re, uh, reconfigured to be easier to use. And you use this when you're in conflict. So it's called the clearing structure because it clarifies. Um, so we have several copies of it so that you can fill it out. And then I also gave you at the bottom a way to talk about this and bring it up with your partner. So it says, so like literally you fill out all the categories in here. You answer all six of the questions. And then it says, hey, sweetheart, we don't need to talk about this right now, but I would like to come up with a time where we both feel calm and are able to lovingly and productively talk about this. I love you. So it's at the end of every one of the, the clearing structure sheets there. And I put several in here because you can use the clearing structure for family stuff. It's mm -hmm. amazing. And then, oh, guess what? You have one, two, let me, oh, it's numbered. It's numbered. You have Jeez. 211 conversation starters with checkbox, checkboxes that Jordan added in. He was like, just put checkboxes so they can write the ones that they've done. So you heard what I said there. 211 conversation starters. So if you don't know how to talk to your spouse, if you don't know how to hang out with them, one of your days, one of your um, everyday connections can literally be read a conversation starter mm -hmm. from the back of the book. And you can do that for 211 days. That's a lot of days. Um, I also have 100 date ideas. Awesome. So 100 date ideas. 
also with checkboxes. So you can go, oh yeah, we went and we saw a movie. Okay. Did we go to an arcade yet? Nope. We haven't done that one yet. Did we go play mini golf? Nope. We haven't done that one yet. Did we go to visit a tea room? Nope. We haven't done that one yet. A tea room? Oh. Tea room. They're real. Um, you can go have tea in a fancy tea room. We did in London. In London, England. Um, and then again, you have marriage affirmation and marriage inspiration. The next pages. And then I added marriage quotes. Like these are quotes from actual people who say great things about marriage. And it's just helpful to have this resource. I also have in the very um, last, I think this is like close to the end, kill your mood killers. So this was a resource I made for a client where the client was like, at like three in the afternoon, I can be in the mood for sex. But then by seven or 10, whatever time that it's time to have sex, something has killed the mood. Mm-hmm. So there is literally a sheet here, people, humans. You have a tympanic membrane and are hearing this in your eardrums. This sheet is for you to fill it out to get your mood back up so that you want to have sex with your spouse. Mm-hmm. This is a resource. It's a real resource. It's in the power of a planner. Um, also, one of my favorite things, which you haven't even seen, Seth, because you mm. didn't see the final edit, was this divide and conquer section with household chores. Holy guacamole. That's good. So this is my side and this is your side. And these are their households. So divide and conquer. Because a lot of time people don't, couples do not actually identify what is my chore to do and what is your chore and what's mm-hmm. sort of like a shared whatever. So if we were to fill this out, who would take the trash out? Me. Who no, would, the kids would. Well, yeah, the kids would. Um, but like, but gen- that's up to me to make the kids do it. Right. So you're in, con- you're in charge. That's why it's divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Like we're dividing up our tasks. So Seth is in charge for managing whatever happens. Oh, geez, I'm smacking my microphone. Whatever happens with the trash, right? Who is in charge of like cleaning the kids' rooms? Uh, the kids are, but you're in charge of making the kids do that. Yes. So know? we would go through our whole list and mm-hmm. let's assume people don't have kids because we are trying to teach our kids to do all this stuff. But if you don't have kids or your kids are super, super little, like let's say you always do the dishes. I always clean the toilets. You always do mm-hmm. the laundry. I always fold it and put it away. Get granular about this stuff and then you'll stop fighting about it. At the bottom, it also says change these change below every two weeks to prevent burnout. So if there's chores that you're like, I absolutely hate scrubbing toilets. So we can swap every two weeks Mm -hmm. so that it's not just me doing this thing that I like triple hate. Right. You know what I mean? Um, So that's the divide and conquer section. And then the very last page. Oh, no. The very last page is just, let's do that again. Let's get your next year's one. Sweet. Um, And so again, this whole thing was made because I was, Honestly, I was tired of seeing my couples not succeed because there wasn't a resource for them. Um, same, same with us. I was tired of not having consistency and not having it written somewhere where I could reference it. Mm-hmm. And so this is truly like the solution. To, you don't have to read a book. You don't have to think about it for a million years and go to therapy for a thousand. I mean, you can't, go, yes, go to therapy, but it doesn't have to be that complicated. It can all just live right here and you just do it. Little by little, every single day, it's consistency. It's everything is built in here. Everything that I could think of is built in here. And I yeah. consulted with a bunch of people. I consult, I gave this to clients, said, give me your feedback. So the Power Couple Planner is going to be a game changer for you this year. It's a culmination of about three years of client work, of doing our own work. 18 years of marriage. And yeah, 18 years of marriage. And an exhibit 
of your heart, not only for our marriage, but other marriages and couples and families out there. So Mm -hmm. good job. I'm super proud of you. I think this is an amazing thing that will help us, Mm -hmm. has helped us, and will also help thousands of couples out there when they get it and when they do it. Because it looks good on the shelf, doesn't do any good on the shelf. You got (laughs) to do it. You got to commit to it. And it's like, just like anything, um, we can do anything we want literally in life, if we implement the tools, the structure, the intentionality around mm-hmm. that. So if you're listening to this and going, yeah, my marriage needs a lot, mm-hmm. get this mm-hmm. and do it. And your spouse doesn't have to be 100% on board. I mean, they, they do eventually, but sometimes it takes one person to lead it. Yeah. Hey, sweetheart, oh, yeah. you know, I've done mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. I'm sorry. Right. This is my uh, intention to heal our marriage. I'm going to take the lead on this. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in a place where you can, you know, just kick ass on it and everything, I will do it because right. I'm invested in this. Right. And I will say too, um, I encourage you men to lead on this. Buy this. Don't mm-hmm. ask your wife to do it. Don't wait. Right. Um, and and if you are, uh, this is this is something. I'm sneaky. Okay. <laughs> I like to play dirty sometimes. So right. I will tell couples. When they buy this, I will say, you know, start, get your spouse to fill it out. And, and, you know, they agree that they'll connect, they'll go on a walk with you or they'll have sex with you or whatever the thing is. And then I said, the, the numbers don't lie. When they start to see that they aren't showing up for the things that they promised that they are sh- supposed to show up for, mm-hmm. this book can help show them that they aren't doing right by their own standard. If they filled this out, and they continue to back out of it and bail and lie or whatever. It's a way for, it's a mirror to reflect back to them mm-hmm. that they're not doing right. You know what I mean? You're always um, going to be biased towards what the, the, the good that you think you're doing. Yeah. You know, like, okay. Uh, Start if, tracking if, if it. If you haven't gotten on the scale, especially after Christmas and stuff like that, you're like, oh, I don't know. It's just feel pretty good. You know, probably about 145. Then you finally get on the scale. You're like, I've gained 10 pounds. I'm 155. Uh, you can't mess with that. That's right. the that's the data, mm-hmm. right? So commit to this and it will so okay, if I get on the scale and go, oh, I'm 10 pounds heavier, mm-hmm. that indicates one, I've gained weight. Number two, if I care about it, oh, I have some work to do. Right. All right, let me do yep. what I need to do. Right. This is that. Right. Exactly. And um, this is an accountability tool for yourself and your spouse. Like this is if if I'm filling this out and saying I'm gonna show up and we're gonna have sex twice a week and I agree to it. I will hold myself accountable because guess what? I'm a power couple. We're a power couple. Yes. Like I want to be powerful in my marriage. The health and well-being of your marriage is about one of the most important things for the health and well-being of your entire life. It is so impactful. If And you all know what this feels like. Mm-hmm. If you have a terrible marriage and you pull in that driveway and you know your spouse is at home and you're like, Oh man. Oh, all I got, I'm just going to get yelled at for the next 45 minutes or the cold shoulder or, or I'm getting lied to or whatever, whatever the thing is like that eats up the whole rest of your world. It's mm-hmm. very hard to have a happy life and an unhappy marriage. Right. You know? So, uh, you guys, this will be on sale very, very, very soon. Melanie, by the time, I mean, it's on sale now, by the time right. you watch this, it's on sale. Uh, Melanie, great job on that. Thank you so much for creating this, for implementing it. And I know it's been a joy for you because this is like your jam. This is your zone of genius. <laughs> she just kissed the power couple planner. Uh, so great job on that. You guys, this will be helpful. If you have any questions, email us at hello at anatomyofus.com. Get this. I promise you it will change your life. And what kind of marriage do you want in 2023? The same one as 
2020, heck 21, no, 22. No. no, you don't. If Tony Robbins says, if you're not grow, if you're not growing, you are dying. And that goes for your marriage. If you're not moving forward, if you're not connecting, having fun date nights, having sex, doing stuff that's just normal, doing the stuff that you thought would be normal the day you got married. And if you're not doing stuff like that now, do then, something then you about need it. this right now. So yes. make 2023 awesome. We love you. Thank you. Go get the Power Couple Planner. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye.